Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome to episode 49 of the School for Dumb Women, the podcast where we explain the simple things you should know about but probably don't, using a unique tool called the internet. I'm your host woman, Love Island reject Hannah Varrell. I applied for Cambridge too, but I'm just not a lucky woman. With me is big brother fanatic Alexandra Haddo. I've never seen the TV show, but I'm just desperate to be an older sibling. And naked attraction body double Caroline O'Donoghue. I fill in for the men when they get nervous, Hannah. Well, I can confirm that there will be no gratuitous nudity in this podcast. This week, we're investigating why my name is Hangelo when I write it with my left hand, why a potent drug is a legal high that we use every day, and we have a visit from a real-life Batman, who, for copyright reasons, will not be referencing Batman. Let's get on with the show. Hannah, my obsession with you is getting so bad that I can't even think about you unless I stay up all night. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, if you think about me past 8pm, then terrible things will happen to your relationship. My heart gets all jittery. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, kind of inspired by Alex's section last week on tea, I thought I would do caffeine. Mm. Mm. And apparently tea has more caffeine than coffee. I have heard that, yes, although I did not verify for this podcast, because that's not what this is about. (laughs) (laughs) You're coming here for verified facts, and you can go fuck We don't deal in facts. Yeah, it's really easy to forget that caffeine is a drug, technically, isn't it? Oh, yeah. We're all just fine with taking it all the time. Daily use. Fine. Like, if someone took paracetamol every day, you'd be like, oh, that's a bit weird. My ex used to do that. Yeah, he used to get up and take two paracetamol. Oh, that's weird. So mm. weird. Doesn't d- even do anything if you're not in pain. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm a tea drinker. I find that whether it's psychosomatic or not, when I get up in the morning and I haven't had a cup of tea and it gets to sort of like 11-ish, I'm like, mm. Mm, something's wrong. Yeah, it's a bit like with sugar, isn't it? Is that we're all like low-key addicted to this thing and we yes. never even... It's so ingrained into our everyday, we don't even think about it. 
Yeah. And then there's all that kind of stuff that's like, you know, don't talk to me unless I've had my coffee or oh caffeine or whatever. It's yeah. like, if, if you had someone like, don't talk to me unless I've had my heroin, like, <laughs> a whole different message. And even if you said to someone like, don't talk to me unless I've had my cigarette, it's kind of a whole, kind of a slightly grimier image yeah, as well, exactly. isn't it? It's just bizarre, isn't it? Yeah, but it's like, like this complete cultural acceptance of like, yeah, we all take this thing to improve our performance. Yeah. We're all on performance enhancing drugs. How much coffee or tea can you drink in a day before you you get the weird caffeine jitters oh i think maybe three coffees max on oh, my fourth cup of tea i start to get like that yeah. really yeah because yeah. the other day i had one tea and two coffees mm. and my heart was racing and i like couldn't focus on anything and i was just sitting there like for the oh, whole afternoon yeah. it's horrible and it's like that's an overdose yeah, I'm just yeah. Mildly, yeah mildly overdosed on I, caffeine i don't like coffee but um i was out on new year this year and i was like not tired or anything but you know i'm 30 now i'm not gonna party till like 6 a.m or whatever so in the hotel before i went out my friend was like i know you don't like coffee but why don't you have an espresso martini mm. like partied like the exact yeah. right amount like went home about half two lovely time yeah sometimes i think it's psychosomatic though because you have this thing of like right i'm gonna have my espresso martini then i will be awake and then that kind of like maybe yeah because it is quite subtle as well isn't it like like the effect that you get from it it could be physical but it could be that you just expect a physical effect i know what you mean but because i'm not a coffee drinker i think it did have an effect because i never ever ever drink coffee so well it does it does affect you differently depending on how much you tend to drink it because you kind of get used to how much you drink um and actually also i found out it affects different people very differently and it can affect you differently depending on whether or not you're on the oral contraceptive pill Wow. What? Isn't that crazy? That thing is just so fucking archaic, isn't it? I know. God, yeah. The amount of stuff it affects, like, it's going to be illegal in, like, 50 years. Yeah, definitely. Our our grandkids are going to be asking us about, like, oh, you're on the pill? Yeah. Yeah. Um, We'll be like, shut up! (laughs) I can't hear anymore! (laughs) The pill. Apparently, smokers process caffeine twice as quickly as non-smokers. And, yeah, women taking birth control pills uh, metabolise it at one-third of the rate that women not on the pill do. Isn't that crazy? That's so weird. My hairdresser also told me that if you're on your period, uh, if you bleach your hair, it hurts more when you're on your period than when you're not. Yeah, and you shouldn't get a wax when you're on yes. your period. Because apparently it hurts more. But uh, You're just a little crying baby when you're on your period, aren't you? Yeah. Mm, don't touch me, but also fondle my boobs. Um, there's a couple of different theories of like how the mechanism of caffeine actually works. Um, and the most prominent, this is from Wikipedia, is that it reversibly blocks the action of adenosine adenosine I don't know on its receptor and prevents the onset of drowsiness induced by adenosine that sounds like what John Gerolta called uh, Dina Menzel <laughs> adenosine Tassim. my favourite moment from any awards show ever yeah so confident if not seen that please google it yeah John Gerolta Dina Menzel please do it um Basically, could any humans live their lives these days just by, like, drinking water and eating fish and vegetables and be awake for the amount of time that we're supposed to be awake? Yeah. <laughs> In terms of, like, yeah, could they have, like, a normal, like, a London life of, like, a fucking 11-hour work day and then a five-hour social life after it? Yeah. <laughs> like, could they, I mean, obviously, if you're a monk and you live in Tibet, fine, whatever. Yeah, yeah, cool. But, like, yeah. if you had to live, like, literally this horrible life that we've chosen. Oh, yeah. I don't know. You probably have to have all those energy juices, which are always just sugar. It's like, oh, but it's carrots it's like no no yeah no no 
Well, that's sugar. It's a bit like all the wellness bloggers are mad into dates now. Yeah. And like that's just sugar. That's like just it's just sugar. Yeah. It's the same thing. It really is. It's all from the earth. Um, a big side effect of caffeine for me, if I have too much caffeine in the morning especially, I get caffeine poos. Oh, yeah. I'm brewing one right now. Are you? Oh. I have a can of Coke here and I can feel the, the bubbles in my, in my bum. Yeah. <laughs> but, but again, it's crazy that like, that's quite a big side effect. I don't really yeah. get that with, t- I don't know, I don't really get that, but I only drink tea, so. I don't know, to be honest, everything gives me the shits. Oh, does it? <laughs> I mean, Fair play. sometimes uh. when I'm constipated, I just imagine that Gavin's cheating on me, and then the, <laughs> the anxiety gives me the poos. Oh. <laughs> um, you can get powdered caffeine, which is interesting. Ooh. I don't really know what it's used for. Is that those pills, what are those stupid pills that people use when they're doing an exam? Oh, so like, like, just yeah. caffeine pills. Is it Pro Plus. Yeah. Adderall's like the American one, which can probably kill you if you take two of them. Yeah. But you can like get them in a boots over there. And if you do get hold of powdered caffeine for whatever reason, um, you have to have about a tablespoon in order to like properly overdose because um, it's really, really strong. And in normal, in like, you know, if you consume caffeine from teas and coffees, you would have to have like somewhere between 30 and 50 cups in a very short period of time and then like the symptoms you would get would be like vomiting abdominal pain altered consciousness oh and death by caffeine this is from an article on vox um is typically caused by ventricular fibrillation so it's like a rapid and irregular heartbeat that um disturbs the blood flow and kills you, mm. basically. They do often say that if you're suffering from any kind of an anxiety disorder, like one of the first things you should do is look at your caffeine intake because it completely oh, massively, a- agitates yeah. any of those symptoms. Yeah. If I'm feeling like a tiny bit anxious and then I, you know, just have my normal, I usually probably have two cups of tea a day. Yeah. Um, but if I'm feeling a bit anxious anyway and then I have two cups of tea, I'm like, why am I feeling so... And then I'm like, oh, yeah. it's because I've had... Why am I afraid of everyone? Yeah. It's because I've had caffeine. Yeah. yeah. But a little bit of caffeine, apparently like, you know, two cups a day or something could could have some health benefits they've found. Um, and yeah, obviously people have been kind of consuming caffeine from cocoa beans or tea or coffee for ages and ages and ages. Uh, but caffeine was first kind of discovered as its own thing. In 1819, by a German chemist called Friedlieb Ferdinand Runge. Or Runge, maybe. Runge. 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 Um, so he isolated pure caffeine for the first time ever and called it Kaffeebase, like the coffee base. Oh, oh nice. um, And then in 1821, it was isolated by a French chemist at another separate French chemist and now everyone's sort of like mm, who invented it first we discovered it independently of you well we've all been drinking it since like 2000 years BC so fuck them both yeah exactly yeah. it's like oh, okay you found it but it's been yeah, you've you given it a name yeah yeah and people probably would have known they probably would have noticed that it gave yeah. them a little boost as well because I mean it is a stimulant that's what it does it stimulates you mm. and makes you feel less drowsy like we said what's your favourite form of caffeine Diet Coke oh yeah I'm on a month ban of Diet Coke and that Coke in my fridge is going to be a sweet, sweet hit on the 21st of June. (laughs) The day of our event, in fact. Ah, the day of Ah, our live event, of course. If any of you didn't know, we have a live event coming up at uh, Waterstones Tottenham Court Road. My favourite form of caffeine is those strange Swedish balls and I can't remember what they're called. (gasps) Fika balls! Yeah, fika balls. Swedish people um, often eat them at fika time, which is like tea time, 4pm. And um, they're just, I don't even know what really they're made of, but they're like coffee-flavoured soft balls and they're covered in coconut or whatever. Mm, Real Honestly, if they you have one rank. of those and a coffee, you'll be, you know, buzzing, jumping off the walls. What about you? Oh me! 
A black coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Milk and coffee gives me the shits also. <laughs> <laughs> Things that give me the shits. <laughs> And now it's time for our newest segment, Women with Dough. Women with Dough. Unfortunately, we don't have enough money to pay Harry to make us a Women with Dough jingle. Yeah, so unfortunately, we're women without dough. But for that, we have Richard Danu. That's right. If you haven't listened recently, we do have this new segment. It's called Women with Dough, and it's not a baking section. No, um, no. No. It is uh, money advice on something finance related every other week from our resident expert, Richard Danieu. Resident who's actually never taken up residence in our studio. I know. Or and proved his physical existence. Look, I'm really sorry, but yet again, Richard sadly couldn't make it tonight. Oh. Um, people are going to start thinking he's not real. People are going to start thinking that you're pulling a Mrs. Doubtfire to get close to your kids. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Who I'm not allowed to see anymore. Um, yeah, sadly this week he's trying to take down Bitcoin from the inside because he didn't believe it was a thing, so he didn't invest in it. Oh, shit. Yeah, so uh, he's probably down knee-deep in code in a mine in China right now. God <laughs> God love him. Well, best of luck to him. I know, best of luck uh, Richard, the, who the is... Bitcoin mines. Yeah, he will, of course, be listening. He never misses an episode. I've heard. Um, but uh, luckily I do have a direct line to Richard, uh, and this week he was emphatic on oh. teaching us the lesson of how to make a bit of extra cash from selling everything you own. Oh, good. Um, and this was sort of inspired actually by you, Caroline, who was saying... <gasps> me? He, uh, you know, you do know him, but not as well as myself. He does troll me on Twitter occasionally. Yes, yes. of course, yeah. Um, because you recently uh, just were going to give away everything you own for free because you were moving flats. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't couldn't be arsed with uh, actually moving my flat, my stuff from my flat from one place to the other. Sure. So I gave away, like, I'm going to say 60% of my things for free. Wow. That's pretty yeah. good. But, you know, I can't see Richard Danu ever advocating to give oh, something away for free. I was literally mm. about to say he so, was very disappointed. Yeah. Well, actually, so we gave one of some of our books to a our local pub and now when we go in there sometimes they give us free cheese puffs oh wow so it's not I mean, it's kind it's, of a roundabout it, way to yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a, a bartering system of old and those cheese puffs are like 60 quid a pop aren't they so really you are yeah. saving <laughs> quite a lot of cash um, to be honest it was one time and they were throwing them out so they just <laughs> that was it yeah well, Richard and you was trying to tell me the ways that you can sell things for money. Um, and coincidentally, lads, I've recently been doing that. It's almost like that inspired my seg. I mean, oh, Richard wow. and you's segment. You're oh. really on the same wavelength as I know, him. we really are. Soulmates. Um, yeah, because um, I recently was... Dis- sorry, Richard and you was saying that he recently <laughs> discovered uh, Facebook Marketplace. Oh, yes. Oh, right. Which is dreamy. You don't have any bids or any of that crap. And it's great. People just message you. They're like, yeah, cool. I'll bring the cash. Like, meet you here. Perfect. Great. Rather than eBay, who charges you through the nose, Richard Dunn, you says, um, and, you know, takes a cut and, mm. like, you might not even sell it and you have to wait seven days for it to not sell. And, and then they shit. review you. Yeah. And they might be like, she had a smelly house. Exactly. Which I do. Fuck that. Um, yeah, so um, Richard and you's top tip is uh, use Facebook Marketplace. One thing I would add to that as well is you'd be very surprised what you can actually sell. Like I sold uh, one of those paper-covered lamps, absolutely horrible. It was in the flat when we moved in. What well, were those IKEA had, ones? Uh, oh, maybe really? that. Like it was, yeah, it was bad. And it had holes in the paper bit, so it was really useless. And they'd been covered over with tape. Sold it for a fiver. What? Where? Wow. I think someone just wanted to like... Do it up and make it nice. 
God. Oh, well, Richard and you would be very proud of you for that. Mm, thank you. Fleecing people Richard. for a fiver. Here's the um, thing I've learned over the years as well, is that if you say you're giving something away for free, nobody takes it. But if you say if you're giving away a couch for a fiver, they're like, wow, what a great deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had some old hanging baskets the other day and I live right next to Columbia Road Flower Market and next week I'm just going to put them on the top of my wheelie bin and put like a little pouch saying £2 for a hanging basket and just yeah. probably make eight quid for doing nothing. <laughs> Great. Um, yeah, so that's the other, the other tip from Richard. On the street, you can mm. sell your things. Oh, yeah. Um, and like you say, if you do sort of an honesty box, you'll actually get more than if you put really? like... Really? Yeah. Um, there's a lot of honesty bars and stuff like because you... You do feel bad, turns out, a lot of people. Richard and you wouldn't. He would just take it for yeah, free. Yeah, he would. Mm. And so, yeah, so I just thought, uh, why don't we make a little list of things that we could sell that we no longer need, like two-seater sofas, because everyone's mm-hmm. alone now. Like, um, I think sex is abolished, is that right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Sex is gone. We only have beanbags now. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, buy a beanbag by selling your two-seater sofa. Uh, living rooms, we don't need them anymore. No! So you can totally sell your living room um, on yeah. eBay. Um, white bread. We don't need that anymore. No, sell, sell that. Sell all yeah. of your white bread. Um, and lip liner. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah remember true. that. So be who selling you, all that. Who would you sell that to? Yeah, like your mum's generation. You know? Oh, yeah. A little bit of brown lip liner yeah, there. Yeah, Moira Stewart. You know, she'll be up for it. Wonderful. Great. So, yeah, anything else that you think we don't need that we can sell? I haven't given a handy in years. Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely sell your hand jobs, yeah. I don't think it would even bother me either. I think yeah. it would just be almost a novelty, do you know what I mean? Like when That's you- the thing, yeah. although if you wanted to get back, you wouldn't be able to find one because they're so bloody rare these days. I know, yeah. I think I could get, like, a sort of, as, as a vintage purchase, I could sort of sell one for oh, about it'll come 35 again. quid kind of thing. It'll come around again, yes. won't it, with the hipsters? Yeah, it will. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same with, you know, how vinyl is back. Hand jobs are yeah. coming back. Totally, Record players yeah. and hand shandies. Yeah. <laughs> That's the name of your new album. <laughs> <laughs> 69s as well. Yeah. 69s, yeah. definitely. I, I was going to say ironing as well. No one irons anything oh, anymore. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, sell no. your ironing, totally. It's sell your ironing. Like so metal and intricate machinery in there, which I'm sure you could melt down for parts. Oh, yeah. absolutely, yeah. I, I, I've tried buying a lot of like shirts lately because I think I'm a professional woman, but I'm not. No. Um, and whenever I iron them, I'm like, I am not good at this. No. <laughs> like, and it's like, it's, it's minutes hard. of your life that you just don't get back. And you always seem to have to go over the bit that you feel like you've just done. Yeah. I yeah. haven't ironed ever, really. For a woman who could mixer, like, I always iron my ball gown. But um, <laughs> that's about it. Uh, so yeah, Richard and you always sell for money. Don't be charitable, Caroline. And well done, Hannah, mm. for your five pound lamp. Well done. And, you know, get selling on all that stuff we don't need. So, Caroline, as we all know, you like to do all of your favourite things with two hands. Is this the wanking joke? Yeah, as in, like, (laughs) you like to do all your favourite things with both hands. Oh, do you... Do you wank with two hands? No, but I was just making the joke. I think you do. I think you're just backtracking now. (laughs) Uh, oh. But you can only do your actual profession, writing, with your right hand, as can I. What? Why is this? Is there some sort of curse? It's very confusing, isn't it? Like, uh, Because in the animal kingdom, it's like basically a 50-50 thing of whether they use their right paw or left paw or whatever. Is you it? Know? Yeah. Animals, do animals have a preferred hand? No, that's what she's saying. Yeah, no, it's uh, it, it, if you ask like a dog to do the paw or whatever... Or like you know, a dog uses anything. You with don't its paws. mean it's fifty-fifty per dog. You mean it's fifty-fifty per dog's hand. That fifty-fifty chance 50, that it yes. would do left or right. <laughs> I was like, half of dogs are left-handed. Half of dogs are left-handed. I wondered why you were so like shocked. I was like, okay, Hannah. Excuse me. Um, yeah. So uh, one in ten people on average are left-handed, but. Um, 
animals don't tend to have a preference at all, except for chimps, who tend to throw poo with their right hands. Yay! I know. Yeah. So do I. Yeah. So it's it's not as um it's not as like a high ratio as it is with um humans, but yeah, it tends to be with their right hand. Huh. So like, where does this come from? And all also there's like this weird cultural thing about left-handed people, like. Nine times out of ten, when someone tells me they're left-handed, I kind of look at them and I squint and I go, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? It's a bit like when someone tells you they're an only child. Yeah. You're like, ah, yeah, that fits. I think we owe a lot of that stereotype to Ned Flanders. Really? Mm. Are you left-handed, Hannah? No. You, right you seem like a lefty. I thought you were going to be a lefty. Really? Yeah. yeah, you do seem like a lefty. See, Apparently, I'm a little bit offended by that, which is weird, because why would I be offended yeah, by that? Yeah, because there is a cultural sort of stereotype or something it's because they smudge the writing isn't it I don't I always think that people everyone I know who's left handed like they're all very different from one another but they tend to have a slightly you know they kind of party in the margins a little bit their personalities are always like slightly different to everybody else I know you well, know yeah and the rumour is that if you're left handed you're always artistic mm. yeah because the left hand side of the brain is supposedly more artistic well apparently that is bollocks but like, why? Why is more? Why are way more people right-handed? What's the What's the reason for that? Um, well, there are. It's one of those things where like there are tons of theories, but nobody quite knows. Oh right. But um, I mean, to boil it down to really simple things, it's like the 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 brain is kind of cross-wired, right? So you're left-hand side of your brain deals with the right-hand side of your body yeah. and vice versa, which is kind of confusing. Oh, right. Um, so the, what the theory is is that the left-hand side of the brain was like dealing with things like um, like foraging, survival, defence, that kind of thing, all those sort of really practical things. And so because that left-hand side of your brain was more, you're working on that skill set, yeah. it naturally funneled into your right hand. Oh, okay. Right? So like, yeah, if you're looking for food or defending yourself yeah, or whatever, yeah. it makes sense that your right hand would take that um, dependency. Yeah, Whereas your left hand, your left, the left side of your brain was more focused on, you know... Um, like knowledge and like uh, yeah. stealth and seeing whether there's an enemy approaching or whatever. Mm. So it's, it's a bit more stationary skills. Like this is very, um, this is not that substantiated. It's just the best theory they have so yeah. far, but yeah. there are lots of different theories. But what's really funny is that like over the years, there's like sort of a weird stigma been associated with left-handed people. Like I, I think everyone's heard those stories about like nuns um, forcing left-handed kids not to write with their left hand, yeah, right? That's oh, so yeah, that's so sad, isn't it? That's weird. It's really, really sad, yeah. And I think part of that is because the world is set up for right-handed people. Like in, like even, you know, notepads or scissors. or We've all seen that episode of The Simpsons. Oh, my God, yeah, because notepads open like that. Yeah, so you're basically destined to smudge. Doing action. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you have to write over your writing. Yeah, and so you yeah. end up smudging. And so I think part of it is... You know, nuns, Catholic Church, whatever. They just want everyone to be the same. They want everything to yeah. be uniform. And also part of it is that there's always been this sort of uh, historical cultural association with the left as being bad. So the word sinister comes from the Italian word sinistra, which means left. <gasps> yeah. Uh, according to some studies, life expectancy is lower for lefties. So really? lefties die sooner. Really? That's that's one I wouldn't have expected at all. Right? I guess you just give up because you're like, oh, I'm so sick of this world that isn't made for me. <laughs> yeah. Why can't I just cut up some wrapping paper with a pair of scissors? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then if you think about it, even in our language, like right, why is that a synonym for correct mm. or proper? And right? left, like left behind. Left, yeah. There's like so many weird connotations. Yeah, that's there's like a so lot baked of, in. I mean, everything that we have basically moves from left to right. 
doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like even um even the genes in your body, like DNA, like um DNA helixes move right, they move clockwise, you know what I mean? Like everything in even your body. Even left-handed people. Yeah. So the but but like nobody like quite knows why left-handed people happen, right? It's weird. <laughs> That like is we, weird. Because there's every reason for people to be right-handed, and even that like simple brain explanation I had before. But apparently... Is it genetic? It is genetic. Ah. It all comes down to genes. But it's not like wholly genetic. So if you have two right-handed parents, um, the, the chance of them producing a left-handed child is only 9%. Oh. And my, oh. my brother is left-handed, so and my, both my parents are righty, so... That's like, you know. And it's weird how improbable. like it just happens cuz it's not learned, is it? It's like not it's like inherent. Yeah. So they've sort of over the years they've tried to figure out what makes someone do that, but it's been isolated to this one gene called the PCSK6. Ah, ah. catchy Yeah, everyone's favorite. And yeah, so it's this um this gene that sort of mutates in your brain and it is also associated with people who are dyslexic. Wow. And no one no one knows why, but um a lot of people I know who are left-handed also have dyslexia. That's because they get things the wrong way round. Yeah, <laughs> but like if you think that probably the way we write is designed and the way we teach how to write is probably designed for right hands more than left hands, then that's not really surprising, right? That if yeah. you're trying to write a letter with your left hand... Or even like books, if you think about reading, like everything flows left to right. Yeah. So I wonder if there's more left-handed people in countries where they write in Arabic because I think they write right to left. Yeah. But, the, but then in, in those countries, um, the left hand is associated with dirtiness because it's you because you use your oh, right hand yeah. to eat. That's true. And your left hand is for uh, toilet matters mm. in many of those countries. If you asked me to put a tampon in with my left hand though, oh, couldn't. Oh. I can't do, I can do fuck all with my left hand. Would I? Oh my God, what a great test. Everyone, next <laughs> time you change your tampon, see if you can do it with your left hand. Or if you are left-handed with your right hand. hand. Mm. You kind of do need two hands because you need to unwrap it. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, but to put it in. I know. I'm on one of those um, those horrible blue ones with the weird translucent thing. Oh, yeah. They're they're so weird. Like plasticky. Yeah, they're the only ones in the chemist near me, don't we? Could you give a hand job with your left hand? Oh, shit one. But they're all shit, so... (laughs) You sold them in Women with Doubt, with Doubt yeah. so you don't have them left. <laughs> hey, dummies. This is a very special dumb announcement that in celebration of Caroline's debut novel, Promising Young Women, and our first birthday, we're having a live show. Oh, amazing. Okay, we should call it like a cool crossover name, like um, Caroline's Stupid Novel or um, Dumb Caroline Book. Or Promising Dumb Women? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, if you like shit names. Well, either way, some dummy at Waterstones, Tottenham Court Road, decided to host our live show on the 21st of June 2018. And you can come! Find out how to get tickets from our Twitter or Facebook at DumbWomenPod. Or email us, DumbWomenPod at gmail.com for details. Please come. I worked very hard on my book. It is very good. I have read it. (laughs) Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? 
go stream something new on Hulu. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all new Cerebral way an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. So guys, for my section this week, I have a very special treat for us all. Um, I have a man who... What is that? Like... A light projected onto the ceiling, the shape of a, a large bird. Do we have Do we have Birdman? Oh, sorry, hang on, my bad. Uh, let me just uh, change the slide there. Like... Oh, a bat! Batman! Batman's here. Yes, we have the Batman, Caroline. Um, we have our third man ever on here, so it's becoming a bit like a mock the week for men. Um, and soon there'll be two on here in one show in 11 years' time, of course. Not on my watch, man. <laughs> I will sooner resign. <laughs> Um, we've got a bat conservation expert and stand-up comedian, Roddy Shaw. Hi, Roddy. Hello. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. It's quite quite the mantle you've just put on my shoulders yeah. there. Which Batman mantle. did you play? Were you the Batman with Jack Nicholson or the Batman with Morgan Freeman? The, I was the, the one way back, the Adam West one. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. classic. God, Batman you're looking classic. good for your yeah, age. Yeah, 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 with, with the eyebrows drawn onto the kind of whatever material oh, mask thing he had. Amazing. The, real, the can, real classic. Can you do yeah. us an Adam West impression? No. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> so, Roddy, uh, what's a bat? <laughs> Excellent question. Uh, so, they are um, they're the only mammal capable of powered flight. <gasps> what do you oh, mean ooh. by powered flight? What about birds? Are they, no, 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 not, not mammals. mammals. No. Not a mammal uh, manner. Because they're birds. I need to go back to my GCSEs. <laughs> So there are th- there are things like uh, sort of ironically called flying squirrels, which can't actually fly. There are things that can glide, that oh, can jump off I trees see. and sort of parachute their way down. Bats are the only thing that can go up on their own. Sort of everything else can everything else can fall with style. Okay, Toy right. Story style. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, bats are the only thing which can go up of their own. Wow. Power. Oh, aren't they clever? So they're great. Yeah. Remind me, what are the kind of trappings of a mammal? Is that you can feed your own babies, right? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the main deal. That's the main one, yeah. So they so have milk. You can milk yep. a bat and it can fly. <gasps> yeah. You can milk a bat. Uh, yeah, you could. You just have to really... Be honest. Want to. Tw- tweezer it in there, yeah, and want to, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever milked a bat? Not that I'm aware of. 
Oh, um, sounds like you've had some drunken nights in yeah, the bat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, oh, have you ever had like a baby bat who's maybe their mother died and you had to create like a fake bat nipple in order for them to be <laughs> oh, yeah. maybe out of your finger? Wrap it up in a tiny flannel. Yeah. Yeah, or like the like the Robert De Niro fake boob in um, what was it? Meet the Meet the parents. Oh, meet yeah. the, yeah. meet so the meet Fockers. The fuckers. Or the sequ- yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> so tiny, you, tiny, have tiny you worn titty. a bat boob? <laughs> I haven't worn a tiny bat titty. No. <laughs> No. So what, Roddy, what is your actual job? So my job is, um, here in the UK, there are 18 species of bats. All of them are protected. Um, oh, they why? live in houses and stuff like that. Do they? Yep. That's where all the council houses are going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, if anyone finds one, they call me. And, uh, <gasps> and yeah. <gasps> yeah. And all then the does the silhouette appear? Yeah, in the sky. <laughs> and, uh, and building work stop. That is amazing. Yeah. Wow. Why so, are they so protected? Are they endangered? Uh, they so there's sort of two things. Yeah, they've their numbers have been going down, sort of historically in a sense, because as we've been developing our urban world, we've obviously been knocking down the kind of yeah, natural one sort of thing. Twats. Yeah, famously. Four hundred eight. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so there's that, but also they're really interesting indicators of their environment because they're extremely fragile little creatures i mean the biggest one we've got if you lay your hand out flat in front of you the biggest one in britain would just cover the four fingers on your hand really? and the smallest Including wings. no that's like wings folded up kind of lying oh, with right. its head there head on your on finger your on your left fingers. yeah yeah so, and yeah. your tail on, one on the right yeah wow and then the smallest one which is the most common would only cover the two fingers oh. from head to tail lying across them so cute. they're that's a cute would you tiny. say they're cute oh yeah yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, not that I'm biased or anything, but yeah. yeah. So um, do you get much one-on-one experience with the bats? Not in what I'm doing at the moment, um, because I'm doing this kind of much more people side thing of when people find it, they call me and I organise the bat to be cared for I see. sort of thing. Um, but there's a network across the country of 100 and something plus, maybe close to 200 sort of volunteers who care for bats. So I have gone out to visit like a bat hospital, which was just this <gasps> lady... It was just this lady who lived in a proper like snow white cottage. You had to go through a forest and then you oh came out God. and she had this converted all these converted rooms with just bats that she was rehabilitating. Because they live for about thirty years. Do they? Why? Yeah. Tiny, tiny bats that we have. People have this idea that they're these flying mice and they sort of chew through your walls and they mm, yeah. all the rest. But they live for thirty years. They have one baby a year. They care for it because they have to teach it how to fly. So some of the orphan ones that she's had, because they've basically never had their mum to teach them how to fly, they don't know how to fly. And she's they... definitely got a fake bat teat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If anyone does, it's her. Um, but yeah, so so there's people all up and down the country who completely self-fund, volunteer, put in their own time. And she was saying, so at the moment, we've just started their maternity season. So the other day, I think we had the first call of a baby pup born in Britain. Oh, they're called pups. They're called little baby pups, yeah. And when they're born, they're about the size of a 50 pence piece. (gasps) Oh, God, I want a baby pup for a pet. (laughs) If that. Um, And so they're, they're just all having their babies now. And she was saying that at the peak of the season, so around July, when they're all having it, for the whole of the thing, she'll get about five hours sleep a night. Wow. And this woman's in her... 70s or 80s she's an absolute hero she's just given everything to the bats yeah yeah yeah. how's her adam west impression uh pretty good pretty good (laughs) her christian bale is exceptional (laughs) Uh, so yeah so 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 my job isn't quite as hands-on with the bats but i organize the the getting them to the care yeah and all the rest um so yeah so as to why they're protected um 
because they're so delicate in a sense that they re need really specific conditions, like mm. they need to have just the right temperature to, to kind of roost, they need a mother for insects and all the rest. Like Taylor Swift. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, as she goes off to her roost <laughs> in the winter months to then God, reappear she's so in is a new... bat, isn't she? She yeah, is yeah. a bat. She's also very delicate, as per her song. Yeah. Um, the same so maybe the government would be interested in her as well, because <laughs> they can help tell you how healthy the environment is. Oh. Because oh. they're so... Because fr- if you think about it, pigeons can live everywhere with oh. or without their own Man. limbs, practically. Yeah. Okay, oh. They don't even need feet to get by. I bet there's no pigeon conservationists. No. No, exactly, right? Um, so they tell you nothing about the state of the place. Yeah. But because bats are so delicate, it's the equivalent of almost like taking your temperature when you're sick. It's like the first thing your doctor does to work out how healthy you are, right. check your temperature, because if there's anything wrong with you, that's going to change first. So if you've got these really delicate animals, which need really specific countryside, healthy environment sort yeah. of thing, you look after them, they can tell you how good everything is. So if they start plummeting, you're like, right, something's happening that we need oh. to look into. And then the secret community of bat people assemble. Led by Taylor Swift. Led by Taylor Swift, <laughs> yeah. Who is herself a bat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, which is quite ironic for someone whose last name is a bird. But Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So what's, <laughs> the, <laughs> what's the biggest bat? You said in the UK we've got 18 species, but what's the biggest bat in the world? I think it's either the Philippines fruit bat or the one in Madagascar, which might be called the golden something fruit bat, but its wing spans about six feet. <gasps> that's oh taller goodness. than us but not you yeah yes. <laughs> a tall man yeah Roddy is a tall man a tall man yeah <laughs> so if it was sideways wings out it would reach like I don't know my nose my eye <gasps> something like that oh um, that's horrible should we do a bat lightning round where you just like we'll do all our questions and then you can just do like two word answers <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see what I can get yeah. two words yeah 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 okay this won't be two words though, okay. so, um, so is What's the association with vampires? Is it just the vampire bat? What came first? So, the vampire bat was discovered after we'd created vampire, which is insane because we came up with a myth and nature had already invented it. <gasps> no. Good. Good, ra- good lightning round. Good yeah. lightning round. Okay, um, could I have a bat as a pet? No. <laughs> good lightning yeah. round answer. Um, are bats monogamous? I don't know, but they mate in the autumn and the female keeps the sperm inside of her for all of winter and ovulates in spring when it's warm and that's when she fertilises herself. So there's my answer on bat sex. Too many jokes. (laughs) Too many jokes. Are they they soft to touch or are they wiry? Very, and they purr. (gasps) They purr. And so why can't they be a pet? Uh, because you have to spend your days pulling heads off mealworms to feed oh. them. Oh, you'd do that anyway. I would, yeah, I'd do that. <laughs> Caroline has a dog, that's the same. Yeah, that's, <laughs> what, that's what you do, just leave her mealworms into her bowl. Yeah. yeah. Um, if I was to run into the world's biggest bat, mm. um, would he... How could I chat it up? <laughs> yeah. Would he, like, attack me or would he be scared of me? He'd be scared of you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that just but me specifically? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but that, that was my question. Um, so what should like the average listener, if they find a bat in their home, what should they do? Call the National Bat Helpline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Text Roddy. get through to Roddy. Yeah. <laughs> but like, if, if that's not really an option, if they're like out in nowhere. <laughs> so if it's, um, if it's flying in your house and it's flying really well, you know, yeah. it's, it's just coming through an open window a bit lost, close the door for the room it's in, Turn the light off, open the window. This is going to happen at night because that's when they're flying around. Right. And it will find its way 
and oh, okay. if it's been caught by a cat or something like that or it's seen walking around on the floor because they can crawl <laughs> when they're on yeah, the floor yeah they kind of walk Creepy. around like they're on stilts yeah. or something yeah, yeah. oh yeah why are they on weird elbows so the bit that they walk on is their thumb so they oh, they kind of walk like that because yeah. all of their fingers fold up for their wing oh, and so they walk on their essentially they walk on their wrist hmm. um, and they have feet too right yep because yep. that's what they hang off yep yep yeah. do they, and they do sleep upside down so they there's 18 in the UK two of the ones we have do the proper traditional hang by the feet wings round like Hollywood kind of bat mm. thing oh, okay the other 16 sort of land and like crawl into crawl into crevices but they they yeah they sort of orientate themselves upside down but oh. yeah, yeah sorry so to get back to that question if you find a bat that's walking around <coughs> on its yeah. thumbs <laughs> yeah. uh what do you do do you like pick it up and so in your um <laughs> no <laughs> uh, definitely so not <laughs> get like a get like a shoe box or something with a lid that you can contain it in um pop a tea towel over it wearing gloves just to avoid any bites and scratches i'm now literally doing my job um <laughs> Pick it up nice and gently, pop it in the shoebox, put the lid on it. Actually, before you put the lid on it, get a little like milk bottle top with a little bit of water, pop that in there. So the bat is nice and contained. It's cozy in its tea towel. It's got some right, water. Right. Call the National Bat Helpline. And how, how fast will they have someone to me? Uh, depends. <laughs> when this happens. Yeah. yeah. Depends where you are. Have you got a handy jingle for the bat helpline? Like, oh, 800 double two double one. No. Uh, no, no, no. Um, well, I, I'm trying to actually think what the number is now, but I never have to call it. Because yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'm answering you it. You are so quite this is, that this is, Yeah, but if you Google Bat Conservation Trust, it will uh, take you to wow. where you need to be. Yeah. I want to find a bat now. <laughs> find me a bat, Caroline. Don't go hunting for bats. <laughs> Track me a bat. Um, well, Thank you so much, Roddy. I'm going to be messaging you on Facebook Messenger tonight with more bat questions. Do. Because I know Roddy in real life. Yes, <laughs> she um, does. For the people who don't know you in real life, can we? where can they pester you online? Mm. Or find out about upcoming comedy gigs? Yeah. That's <laughs> what yeah. Are. Um, the, the best thing is probably so, myself and a friend have a podcast of our own. Oh. Uh, so it's called Missed Information. Oh. So um, that's got a Facebook page. You can go to there and there's that is the channel to see Lovely. what's To what's see more kicking, Roddy. Yeah, 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 to see what's kicking off. And that's yeah. uh, Roddy Shaw, not as he was introduced at a gig recently, Roddy Doyle, the no. novelist. <laughs> yes, yeah. Or Rowdy, as someone emailed me today at work. Rowdy? Yeah, hi, Rowdy. I was like, thanks. Yes, he's not Rowdy Doyle, he is Roddy Shaw. Yeah. <laughs> um, thank you, Roddy. You're thank welcome, you. it's been a pleasure. Thank you, ladies. <laughs> So guys, it's nearly the end of the episode, but we do have time for a smart lesson where each week we just try and make ourselves a little bit smarter. And a big part of being smart, of course, is emotional intelligence. Mm, emotional labour, it's a woman's job. Mm-hmm. And that will never change. And so if you've listened to the podcast over the last few weeks, we have developed an agony art section to increase our emotional intelligence. Um, so, Caroline, what's this week's question? Well, as per usual, we're not really interested in the problems of our listeners or really getting involved in a very deep or meaningful way so I just go through Reddit relationships to see which one I like the most and then I read it out so here it comes the headline is I gave my pregnant friend a bunch of free stuff and now she's requesting the same items on her registry so I think it's an American problem 
It's very much about baby showers and gifting and babies. Tell me they don't have a fucking registry for when they're having a kid. Apparently they do. What? Fuck off! Mm-hmm. It's very like that American culture of like, don't ask, don't get. Um, okay. I heard that a friend of a friend whom I've hung out with less than 10 times became surprise pregnant back in February. As I just had my last baby in the fall and he was out growing his infant stuff, I offered a ton of items up to the friend for free. Since then, I've been invited to her baby shower this weekend. I found her registry and all these things I gave her or attempted to give her are on it. I'm a little bummed out that she apparently didn't want what I gave her. I don't know her well enough to know her financial situation or family stuff. I also know not everyone is into hand-me-downs, but I asked her if she wanted all of it before I gave it to her. We're talking probably $250 to $300 worth of brand new stuff. Not that I care about the money, as that I would have donated most of it regardless. I was just trying to help a friend out. Am I being petty? Am I projecting and taking offence when there is none? Should I just forget it and keep my mouth shut since it's none of my business what a person does with a gift after they've received it? Oh, good one though. I mean, yeah. I, I think I'd be offended, but but again, you might just think, well, she might want two of everything so she doesn't have, she can wash less. I suppose. Oh, interesting, yeah. I was going to say, um, I think very badly of this friend who's received the gifts right? because they either like received them and then thought like oh this is nasty like and that's ungrateful or they received them and like maybe sold them and i was asking for more like what happened what happened to the gift i wouldn't i certainly wouldn't invite her to the baby shower especially if you've met her under 10 times you could totally get away with not inviting her oh yeah i wouldn't yeah i I definitely wouldn't invite her to a baby shower where a registry existed it's kind of like i've already given you all this stuff out of the goodness of my heart and now you want me to spend money on you additionally yeah Mm. like that's mad you're both pricks. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, I think this woman, yeah, no, just, maybe she just wants new stuff. Maybe yeah. she's, well, who has a registry of having a baby, for God's sake? That does seem very, very crazy. That's like, I've got pregnant, you pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And as well, like, people generally, I mean, not always, this is very whatever, but like, people generally get married within, like, have a baby within getting married of a few, like, three or four years. Yeah. So it means you've just paid to go to that person's wedding yeah. and probably gotten them a wedding gift <laughs> and now you're paying for the fucking baby as well. Like I know it takes a village, but like, does yeah. it really? It's, a, it's yeah. a surprise baby though, um, which is interesting. But, yeah. um, you know, maybe it's, uh, maybe the partner's not around or something. So in the, in the longer letter, it says that like, this isn't just like clothes. This is like, um, like a baby bath, like all kind of like, Oh. You know, oh my bottle, god! Bottle sterilizers, like proper, practical, useful stuff. Like if yeah. she didn't, if she didn't like the clothes, that'd be one thing. But like if she's rejecting like these sort of big kind of items, mm, practical stuff. That, yeah, like, and then, then, then like... literally re-registering for them for her baby shower. Yeah, yeah. she's a dick. She's, she's a dick, dick, right? That's expensive stuff. So I think the main question here is like this person feels really pissed off, but doesn't really. They only, they've hung out less than ten times. Doesn't really feel good enough to like say it to the person how do they get over it how do they learn to put this behind them don't go to the baby shower yeah. first off um, mm, I guess you could talk to a mutual friend if you have any and be like what the hell is that story all about yeah spread some rumours about the baby being ugly mm, yeah. <laughs> or not from the dad she says it's from mm. yeah exactly yeah very satisfying to spread a rumour yeah, and it almost baby, never but... comes back to you either yeah sure You'd be like, I would never say that <laughs> yeah. does that sound like me yeah I gave you a baby bath for free. Why would I spread a rumour about you? <laughs> yeah, I'm agreed. your friend. I would probably confront them because I'm very bad at confrontation. But if I'd met them under 10 times, I wouldn't really care. So mm. I would just say like, yeah. oh, hey, I've just seen, I, like, thanks for inviting me. And if I've just seen your list, were those n- items not okay for you? Yeah. 
I just play quite oblivious. I think if I was very rich, what I would do is I would buy her 10 items of everything on the registry and oh. fill her house up with things that would make yeah. her feel remorse for the terrible oh, things wow. she'd done. Yeah, just like, keep sending her more like oh, diaper genies and stuff. Yeah, yeah. there's 10 baby baths. Like, enjoy all those 10 baths your baby's going to get every day. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or like really, oh, do you know what I do actually? Oh, this is such a good idea. I love myself for it. Um, I'd, I'd like find the noisiest toys on the list. Oh, yes. And like buy 10 oh, of those. Yeah. Unless yeah, like, we, mm. we, imagine if she was having twins. Now we just feel really bad. I know, yeah. Because now she actually, she just needs two of everything. Or maybe she split up from her partner and they're having different houses. So she needs two Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a But bo- I feel like the detail would no. be in there. I prefer the funner one of buying her loads of noisy toys and making her life yeah. hell. Yeah. Hope or, your baby looks like a monkey. Or <laughs> you quickly undergo some medical training or ascertain some kind of... Um, midwifery degree. Midwifery uniform. Go into the hospital when she goes into labour, um, and then when the baby is born, and they take away take it away to like wash it and stuff. Um, <laughs> swap it, either swap yes. it with another baby, um, or, or with the monkey. Yeah, or with the monkey, <laughs> or just like give it to someone else and just be like, "That's the last time you cross me, bitch." Give her five babies. Yeah, and be like, "Oh Look. yeah, you like more than one of things? How about more than <laughs> yeah. one baby?" Give her a baby that looks more that's in like that room where all the babies are that looks more like a guy that you've rumoured that she cheated on her husband with. So that <laughs> Oh, that's a very long... How are you going to source that? <laughs> oh, I'll find a way, Caroline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Alex. She can't even like have like three events in her diary and she's like, ah, but no, a baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a baby switch up. That she will organise. A baby swap. I gotcha. <laughs> you need a baby swap in, call me. Well, I feel like we've all exercised our emotional intelligence there and uh, we're all smarter women for it. I stole a baby. (laughs) (laughs) And that's all we have time for this week. Thank you to Harry Harris for our jingles, Gavin Day for our logo and Soho Radio Studios for the recording space. Thanks also to Roddy Shaw for coming in and telling us all about bats. If you want to hear more from Roddy, we'll be putting up a bonus episode with more bat facts from him this weekend. Bat bonus round. We'll be back with another episode next Tuesday, so until then, goodbye. Au revoir. Hello. No, it's the wrong one. Hola. Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> Bats! Ah, ah, ah! One bat, two bat, three bat. I am a homosexual (laughs) on a children's TV show. Ah, 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 ah. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.